Welcome back to the square. I am your host, Curtis the Fifth. And I'm Curtis the Fourth. It's been a while. Long while. Long while. Took a little hiatus here. We're back on the mic. Season two of the NFL season for us here. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, what is this? Uh, July 13th? July 13th. Uh, what, less than a month away from preseason football at this point? Yes. Uh, what are we? Three weeks? Three, four weeks away. So ready for that eager and excited for that but before we get there we need to preview some of these divisions here uh kind of get ready for the nfl season dip our toe back in <laughs> yes it's about time <laughs> a lot's happened a lot to catch up on and we'll get there all in due time folks bear with us here but we will start with the afc east quite possibly one of the more interesting divisions in the nfl right now some good some bad <laughs> Some stuff that's trending up, some stuff that's trending down. Like you said, interesting. Interesting. All right. <laughs> we'll kind of run through these like we did last year, kind of go division by division, just give us some uh, some takes on each team, kind of see where we think where these teams are heading, where they are today, and where we fi- think that we may see them at the end of the season, um, and kind of go from there. So we'll start. Uh, let's start with the lowly New York football Jets. Oh, boy. <laughs> They've had an interesting off season, to say the least. <laughs> interesting off. <clears throat> I guess they're still in existence. The, <laughs> the lights are still on, and um, they still have a team in New York. They so. sure do. Well, they're not in New York. They're in New Jersey, but that's neither here nor there. State of New York. <laughs> like I said. Uh, kind of big headlines for the off season is just kind of looking at the moves that they've made. <laughs> I mean, they had a very questionable free agency period, uh, you would say? Um, You know, this time last year, I was praising their, I just, you know, singing their praises as they, I thought they had killed the draft for whatever, a te- uh, uh, I mean, a struggling franchise can do. I thought they had quality picks. I don't, don't think they were going to transform them, which it didn't, as we all seen the season. However, I digress from a that. A team that finished 4-13 and 13 last year, just so we kind of finished fourth place in the AFC East. You're kind of overachieving. No, oh, geez. Stop <laughs> moving on. Anyway, with that, <laughs> with that being said, um, in, I, I say that to say in comparison to this year, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> what? Well, I it, must it, say they it's... had they they had a very pedestrian free agency period. That that's what I mean. They 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 didn't build. You would think they would be building forward, and they literally. I think they regressed in the offseason. I think they got cheap. And well, funny enough, I, I my very next note is that I think they quite possibly had the best draft of the year. This year. This year, they had the three big moves. Well, they had the two big moves with the picks that they already had in the in the first round, and then they traded back in and 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 got that guy late in the first round too. So, I mean, they're they're a team that I think has a lot of young talent. I mean, you still got Zach Wilson kind of running the show there. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, he can stay healthy for this team. Uh, but at the end of the day, I I think that they are they're they're trying to build a young core. I don't think they're trying to bring in anybody that can just try to get them to the playoffs right this very second. I think they're just trying to figure out, okay, do we have something with Zach here or not? Uh, do, do, do we, I mean, they, they lost Jamison Crowder. They lost Marcus May. They lost uh, Fotokasi as well. So they lost a lot of uh, older kind of more, I guess you would say experienced veteran talent, 
And then they bring in some new r- rookie guys. I mean, they, they ended up bringing Lakin Tomlinson to help protect uh, mm-hmm. Zach Wilson. And then uh, Ahmad Gardner, Sauce, they, they get him in the draft. That's a big, big, big help for them. They, they definitely needed uh, a personality on the defensive side of the football. And then uh, Garrett Wilson as well, uh, quite possibly the best wide receiver in the draft to give Zach Wilson another weapon to really see what we got with him over there. So uh, I think they kind of they're they're trying to figure out if they've got a young core there or not, and, and really see if they can develop this young talent at this point. Yeah, it's a rebuilding franchise. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> rebuilding since Joe Namath, Man, but still rebuilding. They've been, yeah, <laughs> they've been rebuilding my whole lifetime. I just know. You know, it's not it's not a, it's it, not a nah, sexy that, thing to nah, say. No, sure. it sounds great. I mean, outside of maybe five or six franchises in the league, that 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 applies. This this does not apply to that, sir. And I'm <laughs> I'm it. You know, it sounds great. You lost me at the Jets. Not even at the, you lost. It's just not with the Jets. I get it because there's something about the mojo, the energy, yeah, the the continuity of, the, of how the franchise works from the um the offices always to the field. It's something's <laughs> fractured. We off here and all of what you said looks great. I I see some very notable free agents that was picked up, and I'm like, okay, that can actually that can actually help them. However, <laughs> it might not, and now that's. Cause that growing pains, uh, people, growing pains. There's going to have to. Be, I, I see another couple of years of just uh, growing pains. They're here. they're our favorite draft term. They're two years away from being two years away. <laughs> two years away from being two years away of trying to think about what it is that they really want to be. I, I just, I, it, yes, it, it is a franchise. I don't think with any true direction right now. I do think. Yeah, they are trying to go young. I mean, I guess when in doubt, <laughs> just go, just go with rookies. Right? Might it, yeah, might as well can't get fire any rookies in right. there. Yeah, <clears throat> there's no expectations here. You know, I mean, you know, there's expectations to win and get better, of course, and you know, over the time. And we don't know if this. We just right now. I'm saying I don't know. I'm gonna say we. I <laughs> I don't know if this ship has turned just yet. Oh, you, know. uh, you you can say we. I I am not. Okay. Okay. I am not sold on Zach Wilson. Okay. I, uh, I thought I could the, speak the, for you. On the this high, one, the the my my favorite part about this football team are, are two guys. It's the guy that they just drafted number what four overall, Sauce Gardner. I love mm-hmm. him. I watched him in college. He is a he is a highlight reel. And then their coach Rob Bob Salah. I love Bob Salah. He is one of the <laughs> most fiery head coaches, and. He, even though he's been a little bit toned down as a as a head coach from when he was a defensive coordinator with the with the 49ers right he still has that fire and you can still see that within i mean hey you're one of your favorite storylines last year was 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 mr mike white out there so uh, and- I, was getting to, I was getting to mr white oh my god yeah uh, yes but go ahead and, and i'm just saying I, I feel like that just that moxie that uh he kind of is exuding into these guys and trying to in kind of instilling in these young guys is really helping this team be like we said at the top of the show interesting yes <laughs> um you know i i know they're going with the zach wilson thing but i mean i can i just digress to this mike white thing it's just for a second <laughs> they resigned the guy you know might and- be his favorite favorite player in the nfl right now <laughs> 
Mr. Mike qu- White. Quiet as, quiet as kept in AFC. I mean, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, you're all right. You know, you are what you what they say you are. You are what we've seen you are. You know, they are who we like they were. <laughs> right. So, Mr. Mike White now. I know people are like, Mike, who is he talking about? I know. I He had the greatest two-week stretch of all NFL history. It was like a multiverse. It was like Lynn like Sanity for the NFL. Yes. <laughs> and it was for two. I mean, man. He tried a third week, but then got injured. <laughs> Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, sit down. Mike White, sit down. I mean, for a two-year stretch, for a guy coming two out of no, stretch, not two, 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 two <laughs> it felt like a two-year thing. But he, I mean, season pro, <laughs> cannon arm, accuracy, and then <laughs> Michael White showed up, I guess, in week three, because I don't know what... <laughs> Yeah, it was the third week. I, I mean, but my point is, they re-signed them. I'm just like, maybe they're gonna try to start the crank car up. There's one more time next year at some point when Zach. If Zach Wilson can't stay healthy, that's gonna be a big thing. He's got to be able to stay on the field, man. I, they, they need him. They need no, no, him no, no. back. I, 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 I get that. But my point was saying with the Mike White, if yeah. you can bring the like the Lin Sanity, you know, type of aura with him, I I do. I will say something. I, I was very impressed with. I like the two tight ends they picked up. Yeah. I no, and I'm only saying this. If y'all want to go into a double tight end set and really find a way to exploit your run game. (laughs) Exactly. I think they can find I think utilize the talent that you have. And I think that I mean, when I'm saying Mike White is coming off the bench, meaning I'm only saying that if Zach Wilson going down, I mean y'all got about two weeks (laughs) to figure figure out what's next. That's true. I mean he He's a guy with no tape on him. I mean, he's got what now two weeks of tape on him, but I mean, that's still nothing. Poor man's Davis Mills. It makes sense. <laughs> I, I don't know how you could be. I mean, they were both rookies last no, year. No, that's so. what I'm trying to say. But Davis Mills played the whole season. Yeah, fair enough. That's all everything I was getting there. Like, it's just the sample size is bigger. Yeah, but that they they like two of you know, flip a coin one or the other. They were just like to me the the, the same two, kind of these unknown sensations that kind of like oh, Mike Wiley showed me that. Man, he possibly could be something, and he's doing this in New York, and that was yeah. where that's I think that was what I was most impressed with. I mean, yeah, I mean that was it was nice to see that he was a. I mean, he made the Jets relevant for a couple of weeks last year when Zach Wilson was sh- struggling. I mean, he was he was out those two weeks for sure right. with the injury, uh, and then, but yeah, he 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 did show something. He looks like he at this point. He's a guy that I think every NFL team should have on their radar, radar as a very, very capable backup. Yes. And um, so kind of like right now, I think he's hit like this Chase Daniel aura uh, as a guy like you put him in for a week or two. You're not scared that you're going to completely bottom out or anything like that. Right. Um, and hey, I mean, he is incredibly young so he could develop into something more maybe a more ryan fitzpatrick type or something like that uh but i mean he's slowly progressing and he's learning just alongside like zach wilson is um so we'll see where that kind of flourishes and develops for him uh it's a fun storyline it's just all we're saying (laughs) it is it is i mean for you baseball you know um purist it's a middle reliever for y'all he can come in get you a few weeks in efficient Poor man's Teddy Bridge water type, you know, just yep. just can can and put, please pull him fast. <laughs> yes, and get him out of there, you know. <laughs> so, um, that's about all I got. I ain't got too many notable signings. I mean, oh, they, I mean, interesting. They picked up 
Sign Greg Lewis airline. Like that's interesting. No, that's interesting for the Jets. All I'm saying is, look, there's look. If there's anything I know about the Jets, <laughs> some point there's going to be something on the line coming down with you know going into the half for the game. Probably not for the game because <laughs> they'll be out of the game. <laughs> but I mean, need a clutch score. Okay, the man's 52 yards out. I think this guy can actually not, you know, I'm just saying. I think they could, Greg Zulline should be able to at least bump their winning percentages to a game, to a game, to a one to two games just on him alone, just on his leg. And that's a fair enough <clears throat> statement if we did not just have the context that we just did about Zach Wilson staying healthy. You also are expecting their kicker to stay healthy all year? <laughs> Greg Zerline. No, no, no. Well, I said that they had a worthy kicker that can kick from a far distance, not somebody who's just a volume kicking, kicking field. I guess they, they could. They and, have the roster spot, right? And to your <laughs> point about the Zach Wilson when he goes down, we got Mike White. I keep the, man. We have just discussed this. All right. So when you put all the pieces together, as you can see, the puzzle that I'm picking. Yeah. It you know. All of this works without Zach Wilson. No, right? <laughs> oh, God. All right, let's and that's talk. your Jets. For let's you, talk right? predictions for yes. a little bit here. I I put a I put a like little tag on this team as a kind of where I what kind of bubble that I would put them in uh, for the year. And I just said rebuilding, trending up. Is that fair enough to say? Yeah, uh, trending up slowly. Fair enough. Uh, I don't. I yeah. They're gonna, it was you show. I'm from the show me state. You're gonna have to show me something yeah. drastically for me to be like, "Yep, they're they're right on pace." This that. I, I am excited to see what Zach Wilson can do with Garrett Wilson. Uh, or, did I say his name right? Yeah, Garrett Wilson, the rookie wide receiver, mm-hmm. and uh, and then also having a little bit more protection. Again, he did lose probably their best wideout in Jamison Crowder. Uh, but probably, <laughs> they only wideout. <laughs> Uh, I'm being serious. I'm trying to give them the benefit. Of I am being so serious. <laughs> uh, at the end of the not. day, so Garrett Wilson, I, I do think Garrett Wilson is already coming in day one a better talent than what Jamison Crowder was. So hey, uh, man, I, I mean, get get man, get Mike White some weapons, baby. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk All predictions. Right, <laughs> uh, did you do you have a a record prediction for the for the New York Jets this season? I do. I do. I do. A whopping five and twelve. I got him one game better, six and eleven for this season. Oh, you're being generous. I know. Awesome. I, I, I have a little bit of optimistic for Zach Wilson this year, so I'm going with six wins. Yeah, I got uh, a lot of optimism for a lot of other teams in the league too. <laughs> that's and fair. That's, and that's like, yeah, yeah, you're gonna be there down at the bottom. So they're all sitting with a fourth place schedule. They will again the following season. I have them fourth in the AFC East, and uh, it kind of shook out to around thirteenth in the entire AFC uh, for them. When I pl- plugged all the 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 games into the playoff predictor for them. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's another year. Hold on jets fans. Uh, again, two years away from kind of seeing where your team is heading. So, right. Uh, we'll, we'll keep an eye on them for the next couple, a couple of seasons and hopefully they can keep things turned around, but moving on next team to talk about in the AFC East Miami Dolphins, they finished nine and eight last year. A very strong finish to the season. Tua mm. came on at the end of the year uh, after the rumors of Deshaun Watson coming over to to take over the job. Uh, and so they had a good, good solid showing, but then everything just kind of blew up in Miami's face at the end of the year. So 
They go ahead, they fire Brian Flores, and immediately after that, we are dealing with a class action lawsuit from Brian Flores, alleging uh, quite racial issues in the hiring process and whatnot, for sure. Uh, And he was very upset with his firing from the Miami Dolphins after the turnaround uh, that they've had uh, as of late. Uh, But then also alleges owner Stephen Ross uh, tried to incentivize him to tank in the 2019 season. which is funny enough because they still ended up with the guy that they wanted. Wow. <laughs> they wanted to the whole time. So uh it what what that's neither here nor there. So it that was they, a situation to read the room. Like, yeah. I mean, nobody wanted him. <laughs> so, I had nothing against Tua. I have nothing against him. I I don't know much about him. So I'm, I'm, that wasn't a not reason nobody wanted or nobody. <laughs> no the only reason why he the rest had of the drafted his stock. His draft stock fell at that point was because of his hip, the hip injury from from that season uh, with Alabama, mm-hmm. uh, which I, I I think after we've taken these first two seasons, we've actually seen progression. And, I, and I'm not saying you can just chop up what happened his rookie year into he was still injured. But yeah. clearly he was still going through rehab. Still, he, still he was going through recovery and then having to adjust in the NFL game. It was a lot for a rookie. Right. Dealing with the injury, trying to figure out the game, trying to get your footing in the NFL, having a guy like Ryan Fitzpatrick who can steal the show at a moment's known it, notice at, at most most times prior in his career. Uh, by the way, happy retirement to to Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, but regardless, um, yeah, it, it just it, it was a very very tough rookie year for him, especially with the guy who was taken right after him, Justin Herbert, completely blowing up right. that season, and then you follow it up. Justin Herbert is looking like a phenom. Jacksonville is still middling at the time at, at the moment, but uh, yeah, it, it just it's turned to a, a a place where yeah, it's just or sorry, Joe Burrow and Cincinnati just went to the to the Super Bowl. That's who was uh, taken first overall in that draft. Um, mm-hmm. Forgot Trevor Lawrence was the year after. Um, getting them all mixed up last year. Um, yep. So at the end of the day, I, I just think that he's kind of gotten a bad rap after being in a pretty tumultuous state for the first two years of his of his NFL career. So I think that the Miami Dolphins organization took that into consideration moving forward here. Um, but they hired a new head coach, got Mike McDaniel. They get a new wide receiver, your guy, Tyreek Hill. Uh, and so I think at this point, even with all the, tum- the tumultuousness of the first two seasons of his career, They've kind of lit that pilot light under to a seat there and said, hey, you're on the clock, bud. We're giving you everything that you need. They did. Um, man, can we go down this a long laundry list here? <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm, so serious. Well, there's there's a couple of key guys that they've lost that I just kind of wanted to hi- highlight to start off. Yeah, let's start off with that, please. Devontae Parker, longtime wide receiver with the, with the Miami Dolphins organization, is now uh, – in division, but just not with Miami. We'll get to him in a minute. Um, and then they lost cornerback Justin Coleman, another young guy, just kind of taken off, mm-hmm. just kind of done with 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 the Miami organization at this point. And then uh, my third key loss that they had was backup quarterback Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> so that one to me, I think, was the most significant of them all. Because <laughs> wow. Still worried about Tua's injury history. So 
I, those, those, I, I don't know. If there's more that you wanted to highlight that that uh, that yeah. they've lost from there. No, no. I, I'll just take off what you what what you lost. I mean, I would I'll start off with your list. Um. So you said they lost Parker and they lost um, Justin Coleman. Justin Coleman, and and Brissett. If I'm not mistaken. They replaced all three of them. They sure did. I mean, and and questionably. I mean, arguably. In a good way, um, majority of those. I mean, I mean, I, we can go. You can flip a coin for Bridgewater and Brissett. I do like J- Bridgewater more um, as a backup, just because he's younger. Uh, he he's just got a little bit more that I think that he can. And he's an actual starter, just playing as a backup. I mean, that's, that's a very different than Brissett can play a starter, but is he really a sixteen? Game or oh, seven seventeen games. <laughs> Sixteen games, yes, he will get injured for one. No, it's seventeen games. Um, you know, year in, year out type of guy. I'm not I'm not sure yet. Yeah, I, I think he's close. And I think he shows those flashes. But I'm you know, but if I'm giving the choice between one or the other, I'm taking Bridgewater at this stage yeah. in his career. I, and I you know, to your point, it's just that's not even a knock. So I think his it's an upgrade. I, I would argue it only because people like different styles of quarterbacks and that's fine and i'm not saying but that's the other thing because it it, it kind of gives me the whole uh cam newton in new england type mm. vibe where mac jones came in and they were like well we got to get rid of cam because cam is that aura of starter right is he going to take that back seat shut up and and stop winning over everybody or will he be a distraction for for our young guy that we're trying to develop here. Yeah, I didn't see him sitting on the bench going well at all in New England. <laughs> yes, well, I, and I understand that, but <laughs> so, but to your point, yes, um, uh, that's what I think could possibly happen here, and 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 that that that's going to be what Miami's organization is going to have to curb is getting Teddy Bridgewater in check to understand that he is the backup because we really need to figure out what we have in Tua. Right. Um, but I, I guess the point of them pick, I mean, he replaced Brissett, but I, I, what, the way I'm looking at it is in the case of emergency, something happened to Tua, you got a starter ready to go. Yeah. So all, all I'm saying is that they, I mean, maybe they're playing a little bit extra money just to, you know, really to try to protect the asset um, to some degree. Just in the case that, you know, Everything goes south in that area. Um, you said the the cornerback again, Justin Coleman. Justin Coleman. Yeah, I couldn't remember his first name. Mm-hmm. Justin Coleman. Uh, I mean, they got Xavier Howard now. You know, mm-hmm. I, I mean, but I mean not now, but you know, um, he, he resigned. But he, I mean, got a brand new contract. I mean, I want to say he's going to be motivated. Well, I think he'll be motivated at least for the first month. <laughs> <laughs> but based on the money alone, but we shall see. Um, but I think a man, a five year, ninety million dollar contract should should have had his man out here wanting to, you know. Yeah, but we were afraid of him requesting a trade last year. True. <laughs> so I mean, now he's got his contract. What's going to stop him from like that? Was the only thing that he was holding on to is that okay, I have to be here to get my deal. Okay, he got his deal, but I mean, I mean. <laughs> I don't want to get into the point of saying that he's going to leave or he's <laughs> he's trying to plot to get out of there based on where we're going with the conversation about the people that they're adding. Now, I would, I would, I, my question was going to be is 
is that guy more devastating to is it more devastating to Miami to lose that guy or Devontae Parker in your in your estimation? Coleman. Uh Coleman over Parker. Okay. <clears throat> well, and with I, where we're going with this to who they've added, I think that they they can I think they have a much more developed offense now with Tyreek Hill. Whereas the I think I do think that that defense does take a hit with Coleman not being on that other side to help. I mean, Howard. but Devontae Parker was... Don't start with me. <laughs> Devontae, to Miami, he was that guy. Not last year. <laughs> Barring injuries, but he was that guy. Jalen Waddell has become that guy, and Tyreek Hill has been that guy for the entire oh, NFL. Oh, oh, oh. So- you keep, you keep, stop, stop rushing the story. <laughs> My only point was, like, for their biggest loss offensively, they got even a bigger win, a bigger win you know, and Tyreek Hill. So, I mean, complete upgrade, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, when looking at they, they, they covered all of those and then they come now and then they did a second layer. <laughs> I mean, if you didn't catch this, a second layer or second wave of um uh, free agent signings because they needed to find protection for, for um, Tua? no, no, starting running back. Now Sonny Michelle. No, starting <laughs> running back last year. Oh God! I, why is his name leaving? I can't me, remember right? his name for life. Gaskin. Right yeah, Miles Gaskin. Miles Gaskin. They didn't. They they didn't bring him. Not one, not two, not three, but four running backs. Three running backs and a fullback that they signed. <laughs> to I mean, all I'm saying is they have a completely revamped run game. Yeah, rushing they did attack. Also, get Connor Williams, the guard from uh, Dallas, uh, over there as well. So that's huge for them to to help yes. bolster that offensive line. I do think that I wish they would have signed more offensive linemen than running backs. But <laughs> uh, I mean, at the end they, of the day, I mean, but when you got Alec Ingo as a fullback, I'm just, I'm just saying. No, that, I mean that is they, big they're for making him. some very interesting moves here. Where it's like, okay, I think they're going to reestablish the run game and now. Let me be clear. This is a Webster's dictionary of the most literal term of a running back by committee crew with the, which which they which the cast of what they got. But go ahead. To that point, I mean, I I feel like Gaskin has the potential of not being a bell cow but being the lead guy in that backfield. If they would have just got, I mean, I honestly would have been fine with them only signing Sony Michelle to go along with Gaskin mm-hmm. and Ingold as well. Fine, use those other two signings to go get more offensive linemen to help open up holes for these guys. No, because they because I mean, okay, they resign <laughs> or they 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 franchise tag, you know, um, Kaseki. Mm-hmm. They resigned their their backup tight end. And now you you have to you got okay you sign Chase Edmonds for what to be a speed little back or to actually help out with the dump off game of or the short passes you know just like these tight ends because I I see I'm starting to see developing where I'm seeing where the Miami's gonna go they're gonna be a lot of little little bubble Think screens dunk. yep exactly and 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 I'm talking about they got four running backs to go through but with that you don't need. Chase Edmonds for that. You've got two tight ends. You've got freaking Tyreek Hill. You've got Jalen Waddle. Which don't makes need... him that much more valuable when he is in. But you got Sony Michelle who does that as well. 
Exactly. And we got this thing that's the Grand Reaper himself, the injury bug that is going to be, you know, at any point because we got Romy, Raheem, don't start Mozart, you know, <laughs> won't start Mozart. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, look, that's why I said this is a look if they can hit. And this team, I mean, this team is gonna be dynamic. But if, but there's a lot of question marks and a lot of things got to go right. With I like some of these little subtle moves, like the adding the fullback, Chase Edmonds value now. When you look at all these other guys, like, huh, he'll make for a nice change of pace back at some point. Tyreek Hill is a constant, no matter what. He's gonna take and take away away enough attention away from all of these guys where. Man, Sony Michelle looked like Sony Michelle in his rookie year. Oh my God, is that Raheem Mozart from four years ago? <laughs> you know, like uh, from the Super Bowl. You know, and I, that's that's a possibility. But here's here's my my issue with Miami. They to to what your point was ultimately where you were going with that. I felt like the depth on the offense is going to be greatly so that any injury bugs on the offense, you still are going to be able to see what's going to happen with with Tua. That's what I'm part. getting at. They have four wide receivers deep. But you did that at the sacrifice of the depth of the defense, who has been one of the top ten defenses in the NFL for the last gotta three years. Got to sell tickets first. We got to sell tickets. <laughs> I'm talking about maybe they're football. One year, I'm not talking maybe about the business. <laughs> now, see, this is where we got a new term. They're one year away from being one year away. Gosh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I just took half of what the Jets were doing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, offensively impressive, but yes, they they did comes it to down sacrifice to their their defensive and unless presence. they pulling off some type of Cincinnati Bengal magic, two is going to have to take a yeah. massive, massive jump this year to compensate for what they lost on the defensive and the football to make all of these signings worth it. Because if not, I'm just saying, okay, you spent all this money on four four halfbacks and, and a fullback and Okay, you could have used at least two of those contracts to equal something to re-sign Justin Coleman. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, give Xavier Howard a little bit of help out there. I mean, yeah, you gave him a five-year, ninety million dollar contract, but that doesn't mean that he's going to be able to do it by himself, right? So I, that's where I have a little bit of trepidation I mean, with this team. They it, did, they did sign Melvin Ingram. Don't let, let's. Give some credit. Yeah. I know you're not a big Melvin Ingram. No, it's just he's getting a little bit long in the tooth. It's been a while. And he is, but I mean, hell, they could have had nobody. But I'm just saying. You're correct on that. Yeah. You could have stayed with yeah, LA. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. He was with Kansas City last year. Yes. I forgot about that. <laughs> yes. Anyway, he could have uh, stayed. <laughs> could have stayed. Uh, but he didn't. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not knocking the move. And, and I mean, one more interesting signing that they got. Punter Thomas Morstead. Just every time I see a punter get signed, that means something to me. So I mean, I mean it, that's they, really that's really saying something about Tua. I, I I'm just saying <laughs> they have covered their bases uh, completely. They went across. They went to full scope, and I'm like, at least they're forward thinking. Even if if it's, let's just say, okay, we know the team is bad. Does it really benefit the team not to have a good punter? In that case, no. you know, in the yeah. aspect, I know, and I know how we try to punt it, but you know, but the point being is, they're covering their bases. Like, yeah, we're gonna need a punter. We're gonna need somebody that's gonna be able to put that ball back deep, possibly to your point about the defense. Then, you know, I'm just like, I'm just saying, there are counters to what's been happening. They've done everything but what you're saying, <laughs> like, and that's bolster the defense. Well, they not even a, just bolster it, just 
hold serve. Like, uh, but they did. I mean, they, I mean, they put in some interesting um emergency stops here and there to try to plug the dam or whatever you want to say. But they 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 had an interesting off season. That's yeah. more, and I, I'm okay. They got me looking. I'm a little yeah. interested, but uh, we'll see because. Well, they got yeah. a team that was nine and eight to finish the season last year. They they were they were in the playoff uh, contention race up until the final week of the season, like much of the AFC was, uh, besides Jacksonville. Um, and <laughs> let's predict it again. Another tag that I put on this team kind of change it up a little bit here. I have them as a wild card contender or a bubble playoff team this year. Um. Record wise, I have them sitting at ten and seven, one one game better than last year, uh, with with the new head coach Mike McDaniel. I think there's going to be a little bit of a a hiccup to start off the season there. Get uh Tyreek Hill a little bit more acclimated here, um, and then the rest of these running backs as well. Um, and hopefully the defense can begin to gel a little bit before uh the the tough part of their schedule comes along where they can get a, a, a few more wins uh, a little bit towards the middle or the end of the season there uh to to get a 10 and 7 record it'll in from all the math that I did here that'll land them second in the AFC East and uh just outside the playoffs eighth uh place in the entire AFC so they will in from what what I went through and looking at their schedule they're going to be just missing the playoffs uh after this uh season is all shaken out so where, where do you have them at um rest right now and this is very early in the year um factoring in what i've you know partially the schedule didn't look at it too, too tough just yet still however looking at what they what they've done what they've done in the off season what they've done last year versus what they've done in the off season and kind of looking around at what what the rest of the division is doing as well as the conference, I, I honestly I got them at eight and nine. I just, okay. I, I, I I do I do like them. I like what they've done. I like what they've built. However, which <clears throat> what I'm what I am seeing that this is a complete like a completely new team now, and yeah. minus a you know a few pieces, but it's it's a revamped team completely, and. I have to see the chemistry come together, and I think they're going to have some growing pains because there's a lot of egos in this in this, in this bunch, and the question is, you know, is is there enough balls on the field for the, for the play? You know, is it yeah. are we, we going to have that? And if we if and when we do have that, how is the team going to handle it? And is it going to is anything is, is the locker is the locker room going to be split? Is it going to be you know is it going to be you know be division and or are they going to come together and rally? You know, and it's a very young team, so I can see them regressing a game or two. And it just you know just based on just learning curve, yeah. new direction. It's not a knock to to Miami. I think they're on the right course now if they can build off of this from where they are. I like where with how the roster and their signings look right now. Of course, some of these names could be gone before even um, week one, and we shall see, Mister Mozart. Um, but <laughs> I, yeah, he's on the chopping block because I'm like, hmm, we shall see. Um, I'm never gonna ever be sold on Raheem Mozart here. Don't you'll be just wasting your time. <laughs> I'm not gonna um, try to convince. You. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So, um. Yeah, I, I mean, I, offensively, man, I, 
Tua, you have all the weapons you can ask for at this point. And to the coach, you have all the weapons you can use to to play to call all the nice little gadget plays and so on and so forth. And I'm and I'm not even just meaning just Tyreek Hill. Like you have a lot of interesting pieces here, and this could be a this could be a dark horse, you know, kind of scary team to watch out for. But again, it's Miami. <laughs> From a defensive standpoint, that is a oxymoron to say Miami <laughs> Dolphins in defense. It just doesn't go not together. The last three years, <laughs> not ever in their franchise history, but they have found anyway. It's air team. I'll be watching. I'll leave it at that. Uh, I think they're a team on the rise. Literally, I think they. I think that ship has turned, and I think that it is going moving forward at this point. So, yeah. Um, with that, I give it back over to you. No, I, I I I don't disagree with anything there. I, I, I th- th- like you said, Tua, put up or shut up this year. That's it. This um, yeah, this this is a statement year right now. Let's talk about the former dynasty in the New England Patriots. They finished second place in the AFC East last year, uh, ten and seven record. Uh, they lost in the AFC Wild Card. Uh, round of the playoffs there in incredible fashion to their uh bitter rivals the buffalo bills <laughs> um yeah i mean they were a playoff team last year a little bit of a shocking uh rookie season out of mac jones there got yeah. himself a uh, pro bowl appearance out of it um go fail <laughs> uh kind of some off-season headlines uh season ends they lose jc jackson ma- massive Massive hit to them, in my opinion. Uh, that that's a guy that just he he's one been one of the top corners in the NFL for the last few seasons, and, and to lose a guy like that that that's going to be huge for them, uh, especially for a Bill Belichick defense. Um, they got they went so last offseason around this time we were talking about Bill Belichick's and his un- uncharacteristic spending spree and i was very eager to see what they were going to do this year oh he went back to old bill conservative as can be i i, I was not impressed i, I was uh, it, it seems like they're at a point where they're just like you know what it didn't work out let's just go ahead and try to do this the old fashioned way <laughs> yeah um we came to the free agency. I just get you know. If we had sound effects, we would, you would be hearing crickets right now at <laughs> night. You just just the cricket sound. There's not much going on. Not at all. Um, um, do have some interesting signings in a different way? In a <laughs> very different way. Uh, before right. we get to those, though, yeah. I do want to talk about one thing that Mister Belichick, you are quite arguably or not arguably, but pretty much revered as the best and greatest head coach in the NFL history. Fair to say? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's the sentiment. I wouldn't argue it. GM-wise, I have been very skeptical of Bill Belichick, and this is it's getting to a point. It's not, it's not at the Jerry Jones level where I think Jerry Jones gave up the GM duties, dude. You need to move on. Just stop trying. Bill Belichick, I'm getting to that point with you, though. Well, let's look at this draft and just look at the first round. You had Sean McVay, who you beat in the in the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 53, in quite 
unmitigated, just ab- abject, boring execution, but you did it in Super Bowl 53. What, 13 to 10 was the final score of that game? Horrible. Um, you, you got yourself another Super Bowl there with, with that one, though. Uh, but you had him ab- ab- quite laughing at you for drafting Cole Strange in the first round. A guy who had no higher than a third round grade on anybody's big boards. A guy who was never, ever going to be taken in the first round of the NFL draft. What are we doing? You let go of Shaq Mason to get Cole Strange. That's your big signing of the uh, of the offseason? Uh, well, I mean, if they, that's one way of looking at it, but... This is Bill Belichick, man. Who who are we to question the greatness of this man? Um, like, you know, he's been doing this for years. It never looked pretty, yet he has six titles. You know, I mean, I'm granted he I would even say when they had this when they had the souped up sexiest team out there, they didn't even win that year. But you know they didn't. But <laughs> so I'm saying it, it you know, he's the guy who pulls up in the sedan, you know, just <laughs> It, it's, it's efficient, just, it's but it ain't flashing. It doesn't because you moved on. Because you, you would think after you us. let go of Tom Brady, this is going to be a changing of the guard. This is going to be a new chapter in New England Patriots history. But it's not. They're going the same old, same old. And hey, you're, maybe you're right. You got to give him the benefit of the doubt, and maybe it does turn out. But his. GM side of things has been very questionable his entire career. They have been chanting this chant I'm about to say for years. I guess you just haven't been listening. It is the Patriots way. <laughs> it don't matter who's the personnel. They're going to do it one way and one way only. It has generally worked. Hell, they have made the freaking playoffs with Mac Mac Jones <laughs> in his rookie year. And Mac Jones was just, I mean, if he was ever handled to be a game manager. I never seen that in my life. I mean, handled. Yeah. To be a, to to be the game man. I I I think Mac Jones can play better than what he's played. I think they have kept not consistently though. That's fine. Neither here nor there. We will never know based on how he's under the system that he plays. No, only do this much. And he listens. Which is what we what I said all last season. I think that this only works for Mac Jones here. If he goes anywhere else, I remember he is going to be an abject failure. That possibly may be true. All I'm saying is to a degree on one that's that that could be true on one hand. On the other hand, he could be being held back based on, you know, I know he can play better if he played a little bit if he was a little bit more freer. I'm not saying I'm not petitioning for that. All I'm saying, I'm speaking to Bill Belichick's greatness. That look what he's doing with this guy, Mac Jones. They ain't missed the beat. They're in the playoffs. You know, they ain't missed. The, okay. <laughs> Considering with no talent, and now that the NFL is not giving all the questionable calls to Mr. Tom Brady, you know, <laughs> over there in New England, now they don't have that anymore. So that's gone. And that is my whole point because he gets the same calls in Tampa Bay. So I know that there's a, there's there's some bias going on here for Tom Brady. Ooh, breaking news, people. <laughs> you know. With that being said, <clears throat> um, I think their biggest signing was their resigning. 
<laughs> I'm gonna go with the James White resigning. That had to be the most significant resign <laughs> signing of the of, of the of, of the offseason for New England. I, you, you, and my you, point of saying over, it's not flashy. It was just look, I, what, bringing what? this guy back was bigger than anything else y'all did by bringing anybody in. Even bigger than bringing in Devontae Parker. <laughs> I know it's the fault. <laughs> <laughs> As much as I said, <laughs> we just talked about I know, this. I know. I was, and I was trying to sell it the, the move because it was what he meant to New England. To Miami. Not so much. No, no. What he yeah. meant to Miami. Not so much what he means to New England. <laughs> but it's kind of like, yeah, they got Devontae. Okay. Now, considering who just left to go to Chicago, that looks like an ace move to me. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. If you're going to trim somebody. To your point. Chicago only having to give up a seventh round pick for Nikhil Harry, I'll take it. The fact that we're having to qualify that with that is the problem in itself. Yeah. But I understand and I agree with you. <laughs> but it, it I, I, I know, know. Nikhil Harry, it's, he, it's, but he definitely needed this, to reset. He's literally just a, a, just a gold chip. Like, look, man, it's my last chip. I'm just gonna play it. Whatever See happens, what happens. Yeah. Right? You know it. Th- there's no. This is not a lose lose. And, and it's a, actually a big win money. for him because he'll be able to get in to the flow of things by getting in by the start of training camp. So yeah, that's going to be huge for him to get associated with with the plenty of opportunity the, to be the number two guy. I'm just <laughs> just saying it's up for grabs for a year. Um, but we'll get to Chicago later on. But um, I, I do want to <laughs> say this did this one inch a very interesting move. Ty Montgomery. I, 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 what I'm saying is interesting because it's New England. What I think they're going to try to do is use him like they wanted to use Cordell Patterson. Hmm. That's where I think that that's going. A wide receiver, running back type that can definitely just mix things up a little bit, especially now since they're going to have to kind of revamp their offense now that Josh McDaniel's gone. Right. So that's where I think that they're going with that signing there. Um, Their losses are the biggest thing to talk about, though, because they lost three major, major guys. J.C. Jackson, as we already stated. Shaq Mason, as I briefly mentioned before. And also, Kyle Van Noy has gone again. Again. (laughs) You're going to have to get over that one. Kyle Van Noy was huge for them last year. He's not going to (laughs) stay. Which point. is fine. I, I mean, I I am happy for him down in L.A. and we'll get, we'll talk about him when we when we get to that point. But for New England, it it seems like after making the playoffs, they decided they wanted to go into a rebuild. And I just I don't understand. I I really don't get it. I maybe they're trying to mitigate the hit that all of that spending spree was last year, mm-hmm. but. I don't think this is the way. I, I mean, I, you've got a young guy in, in Mac Jones who was right in contention up until the last two weeks of the season for Rookie of the Year. And definitely, I mean, again, made the made the Pro Bowl. Like, he... You know what they did? They re-signed Brian Hoyer to a two-year deal. Not a one-year. Two-year deal. Which is meaning that they are wholeheartedly all in on Mac Jones. I know it. That's one way of looking at it. <laughs> Let's get his back up in here because we know he's going to be here. Right. <laughs> we assigned him to two years because, yeah. I, I don't know. Because they don't want to have to go look There's, for anybody else. 
There was nothing significant to it. I was no, no, just throwing no. it out there like, hey, it's a two-year deal. <laughs> I mean, they try to replace Kyle Van Noy with Mac Wilson. Eh, I mean, that well, I, I don't see that as equal value. I also don't see it as an upgrade for sure. I, I do see it as a downgrade. Um, and then they also signed safety Jabril Preppers. He did. He wasn't. He, he's been. I think he's in there. You know, I like that signing. Last raw. I like that signing. I like that signing for him to be in New England. This, yeah, j- for so, him, not for New England. <laughs> oh, stop! <laughs> I, 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 you know, I'm gonna go with the. This is the last hurrah. <laughs> he's gonna go out. Just gonna go out into the sunset. Give it. Leave it all on the field. Bro, you in New England. If you ain't going to get it done here. No. But my point, I think this is it for him. So with that, I think I think he's going to – I see him being have a productive year. I like this. I like the signing. I think this is more one of the significant ones for me. Um, but I get it. it it's fair. You know, because, I mean, he is just – he has fallen off and he has kind of disappeared for the last few years. And But it's New England. And I, I'm looking. I'm looking for the resurrected Mr. Pepper. So we shall see. Um, but yeah, I, I one other. I just want to say one other re, uh, interesting free agent signing is not because of the of what the person is bringing to the, the table. It's because of his name, Lil Jordan Humphreys. Not Lil Jordan. Lil Jordan Humphreys. Yeah, I'm gonna be watching this guy because, and I mean, and I'm saying this to say I don't expect him to play. I'm gonna be watching this guy on the sideline. I gotta, I'm gonna I'm make sure I get his number by by the time week one comes. The training camp, the numbers can change, yeah. and I want to be I want to be able to locate him when I start to start <laughs> the New England games because I don't see the you know. I couldn't even believe when I seen the name. I'm like. Who in the hell? <laughs> really? Yeah. So anyway, I just thought that was interesting. <laughs> like, I wanted to be like, I'll be really interested to see how this guy play, but I don't really think this guy's gonna play. Not at all. So uh, moving on. So let's I, I yeah. Talk predictions now. Yes. New England is a team again who in, lost in the first round of the playoffs last year. Finished ten and seven. Um, I put the tag on them. They need a retool. Not a rebuild because they've got some core pieces for sure. Not ever going to say that New England needs to go into a full rebuild when you have Bill Belichick as your head coach. Um, But they definitely, in my opinion, need a retool. They took a step back this season, and I I, I do believe it is a strategic step back. I'm not sure yet for what, but I do believe Bill has a plan, but... That plan is a long-term plan, not a short-term plan. I I think he sees what Buffalo is doing, who we will talk about in just a second here. But he said, we're not going to compete this year. We're going to take a step back. We'll see what we can do next year. And with that, I have them falling to a record of 7-10 and this season. Um, I feel like that's given them the benefit of the doubt and, and, and quite a few of those games. Uh, cause again, you do still have Bill Belichick as your head coach. They're going to figure something out defensively, even with the losses that we talked about. But I do think that they're going to regress a little bit this year and they'll bounce back and see what they can do next year. That seven and 10 record for me puts them third in the AFC East. 
in in 11th place in the AFC as a whole. Wow. Um, not really going to be contending at the end of the year for the playoffs, but uh, hey, I, I, again, I think it's a retool year for them. Interesting. Um, I only got them slightly less than what they did last year. I got them at nine and eight. Um, a lot of this again is the system, it's Bill Belichick, then it's the players. You know, um, but they got some. They, yes, they lost some significant pieces. Um, but I, like I said, they had an interesting way to retooling it, and I have to factor in. There's a many a times I've questioned some of their moves, and these been like ace moves. Ace yeah. move. And I, I can be I have crow at the end of the space. season on I, this. I gotta I gotta see I'm leaving space for that. I'm gonna say I have to, but I am leaving space because I think there's a method to this. Something I, I can't see <laughs> fully. But I I'm not overly skeptical, like, oh my God, this dude couldn't have got it more wrong this year. No. I'm leaving enough space to say I do see some potential there, but I don't see it where they're going to be necessarily competing or may not even be in the playoffs this year, you know, and I can, I can see them just missing it and it's fine because I do agree that they are, they definitely have to be retooling because at the same time, they're still trying to, I think they're still trying to find an identity. You know, I understand Mac Jones is there, but what, who is Mac Jones, you know, in the, in the grand scheme of things, we, I, I think he's. I, I don't think we've seen enough of him yet to you know, for them to identify, or we identify with New England with Mac Jones, or we're still is Bill Belichick. We're not even identifying it with a player at this point. You know. Yeah. I, I understand, uh, which it, is I mean, fair. I, I just think at this point, to yes, you're they they do deserve the benefit of the doubt because it is Bill Belichick, but. At a certain point, there does need to be some talent left on the roster to to Look, execute some. I of watched that. Tom Brady go down in Week One years ago. He was done for the season. Matt Castle comes Matt in. Castle and they won eleven, 11 freaking games. <laughs> he went eleven and five, and they didn't no, make the playoffs. I'm just saying, with whoever the hell Matt Castle was at that time, and who was he beyond that? Not much. I, I was never impressed with him ever. New England, Kansas City. They got rid of him right, right at the right time. It just, my point was, it showed me at that point that there's something special about this team and this system that they have. Like, Tom Brady is, is great. All all that we saw throughout the Cam Newton year, year and a half experiment, <laughs> that showed me that, yeah, even Bill Belichick needs some talent on his roster to figure it out. Yeah. And I, I feel like they're – he. Not to say none of the what they have is nice. Again, I, I did like some of their signings for sure, but I think the the talent that they lost might have been too great for them to outweigh. Again, I could be eating crow on this because again, I'm doubting Bill Belichick's ability to to get wins. Uh, but it's the same thing that I do with the Steelers every freaking year, and look at them, and uh, somehow they get above 500 and make the playoffs last so, year. So in essence, hey. you're saying you never get it right with Steelers. Is what you're telling no, me. No, I ne- with the Steelers <laughs> specifically, absolutely not. I, I, I cannot get a grip on them, and we will talk about them soon coming up. But uh, let's get to the Buffalo Bills. That is a team that went 11-6 and six last year. I I went back, and I looked at their record. I was shocked. 11 and six, I, I, You don't remember them games that they I, dropped? I know. They dropped it because they dropped one against Jacksonville they, like 9-6. But they <laughs> was doing that often. They just kept dropping these games. I mean, they dropped the first game of the season. And we and were like, come on. I remember it was about 
I say week twelve, week eleven. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, them and New England were still staring at each yep. other. I was like, I remember all this. I'm, and I'm they like, lost that first game against New England because that that windstorm yes. that came through. So they yeah, just I, lost some really questionable, strange games. Yeah. It was just like, <laughs> but even looking back at those, I was just like, eleven and six. It just feels too close to five hundred to me <laughs> for what this team is. It's, it seemed like yeah, you would think like surely they were thirteen and four. Right? Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Now they play like they were the like fourteen and three. Or yeah, something. Like, yeah. They, but they were a team who again finished eleven and six. They lost quite arguably the greatest game of NFL history uh, against the Kansas City Chiefs in the divisional round. Oh my God! I wish I was around somebody when that game was. Ha- I watched that game by myself. I, I felt like I was missing out on something because it just was that that game was so exciting. Just oh my God. Oh, one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, and, he, and he's not even a prototypical Chiefs fan. See, no, I'm a, not. That, for a Chiefs fan? I, I'm not a prototypical AFC football fan, but that game was amazing. Look, uh, before that, there was the Chiefs, <clears throat> Kansas City Chiefs versus the, uh, the Houston Oilers. Buddy Ryan's 46 defense. If you anybody God, I love Buddy Ryan. I was going to say, if any of <laughs> y'all didn't know who that was, defensive coordinator for, for the Chicago, Chicago greatest, Bears. Greatest. 85, team 86 team. Yes, the greatest one of all time. Um, and Mr. Broadway Joe Montana himself with the Kansas City Chiefs go into Houston and steal their souls <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the AFC Divisional Round Playoff. Really? Wow. Yes, to go to the AFC Championship to meet who? The Buffalo Bills. <laughs> oh, wow. During their Comes four full years. Circle. <laughs> yes, so I'm just saying. Oh, it was vindication. God, that <laughs> was a all game those years. That I, I just want to dwell on that game for a little bit because I feel like even though we we went hard into that game, yes, we the did. week that it happened, we spent what 30, 45 minutes on that game. Yeah. Oh my goodness! I just even now, what four months removed, five months removed from that game, I still look still back fresh. at it. It's just like still fresh. <laughs> Gabe Davis showing up just allowing just just allowing Josh Allen to be who Josh Allen was by god the what that 30 yard strike that looked like a laser coming out of his hands to, right to Gabe Davis wide open just sitting there just everybody gasped Sorensen again this really about the up. greatness of Buffalo or we no, or, or, I, or or for the Chiefs fan or the, the, I wanna, the debacle I want to give Buffalo their flowers because yeah. that does also lend credit to how did Kansas City pull that freaking game off cuz that was insane with their offense yeah, because their defense is non-existent. God, dang it, Buffalo! That, Thirteen you seconds. You left too much time on the damn clock. Which if is if there funny. was anything above zero on the clock, it's too much time. Which is funny because I mean, I got Josh Allen had me. <laughs> I you are having a conniption with that game. I I, I imagine. <sighs> Do I need to get out there and make a tackle? That's all it was getting down to at this point. I don't even need to pass on. Just just I'm gonna show y'all how to tackle somebody. I will injure myself to show you how this is done. Jesus, Gosh. make a tackle. Just anyway. But with that being said, back to Buffalo. Yes, greatest game I to me, arguably, that I've ever witnessed. Super Bowls included. Yeah. That was the greatest game I've seen. I, I honestly, I did not need the rest of the offseason. I mean, the rest of the postseason uh, after that game. I knew it was not going to hold a candle to it. I knew I just the felt next a three games were going to. I more vindication s- when my preseason prediction came true with the Rams winning the Super Bowl, but. 
Such, not against the team that such I thought. a melodramatic <laughs> effect. It was just like, eh, we already seen the Super Bowl <laughs> three weeks ago. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, regardless, that's what a Super Bowl was supposed to look like. God, that was amazing. Um, <laughs> they they did drop that game at the very end. Didn't get to see Josh Allen get in the on the field. Note to that: we did get a rule change for the playoffs specifically. Overtime will have both teams touching the football in the playoffs. Not in the regular season. Regular season will still stay sudden death uh, as it is, but we will see both teams get an opportunity to handle the football in the playoffs if it does reach overtime. Nice. Um, so nice little compromise there. Because I think that works out best for both worlds. Again, I do think that they need to change the overtime in general, but that is the the next step to getting there, in my opinion. Because um, I, I think that they should just go to college rules. 40-yard line, college rules. I'm not sure where I'm at. On One it. first down. I I remember we had this conversation. We'll I, I had only agreed on. that <laughs> there do need to be changes. I just don't know what they need to be. They need Fair to enough. change it from where is it? Some headlines for the off season for for the uh, Buffalo Bills this season. Um, I this isn't a headline that I think has been talked about uh, quite enough or at all really, but I do think that this does need to be put on the radar of a lot of people. I think this is an opportunity to for Josh Allen this season to cement himself as that top tier of quarterback in the NFL. I I think that this is the where he can get himself in the conversation with the Aaron Rodgers, the two time back to back MVP, uh, Patrick Mahomes obviously, um, and Tom Brady as he's kind of winding down his career. In the like, I I think that he gets to put himself in that higher pantheon if he can take that next step this off season or sorry this season. Rather. Yes, if he plays his cards right, like you said, and he keep continues to progress, the next step literally at this point it 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 has to be you know nothing short of the AFC Championship. Oh, for sure. Well, I, I mean, granted, I know most people are gonna want them to win it, but. They at least got to get to it. So my very next note is oh. Super Bowl 57 or bust for the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> See, I mean, that's, but, but that's for a team. That's not for Josh Allen. That is no, for the I understand. Team. Okay. And that, and that, and that could, be, I don't think that's necessarily a slam dunk for Buffalo. I mean, I granted that I'm sure that they look at it that way. I think they're still one. They still have to prove. They got to do one more step before that, you know, and I get that. And they can do it all in one year and, you know, be the freaking bangles <laughs> coming out of nowhere. Nonsense, you know, whatever, you know, oh, he's still you, salty about the NFC championship. No, Cause you know, you know what I mean? Maybe the most salty about this. They want to treat it like a feel good story. And it doesn't just feel good to see that. I was, are you, I was about to curse. <laughs> Are you serious? We gonna do this now on 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 Kansas City's watch. We gonna do this whole feel good thing. It's Cincinnati. You don't go to Cincinnati to feel good. It's it's Ohio. <laughs> okay, Joe came Noah. It's Cleveland. <laughs> Can I just drop the mic at this point, it's Ohio. Mike, as drop. you can tell, he has the Chicago ties, and he is not thrilled with Ohio. No. Nah. <laughs> Okay, you got anywhere you can go in the job. I'll just I'll split the country in half. So, this is not a Cincinnati take right now. No, Let's get not. back to the Buffalo Bills. It's all about the bill. <laughs> this is all connected. My point was Cincinnati kind of prematurely stole the show right now in the AFC 
to the some degree, not in the off season. No, I, I agree but, with you on that. Yeah. I'm just saying, does that? I'm just saying, does that does that I'm correlate just, to the Buffalo Bills? I'm saying to Premature? the aspect of you know, I guess what I'm saying is before we even before they, before they go to this red carpet to the to the Super Bowl, I'm like, technically, you still gotta deal with the elephant in the room of who who what y'all gonna do about Cincinnati sitting here. Now I ain't saying Cincinnati is that 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 team. We don't know what team they are. But they but, are the AFC champions though. That's what I'm uh, I'm just get being fair. That, but I think they're the AFC happened, champions and Buffalo isn't. But I think what happened in I'm that saying. uh divisional championship game kind of overshadowed anything that Cincinnati could have been cuz cuz I think a lot of people put it into perspective like me and you did where we were like yeah but were you really the champions though like would um, I I do not want to take away what Cincinnati did last I year. will what I don't so let me finish this they did I nothing I do think that they did they they did what they had to to get where they were and that's fine they do I think Please after hating. where they were they were what a fourth place schedule last year now you're sitting with a first place schedule it's going to be a little bit tougher now the targets on your back but i think what buffalo yeah, did last year i think year, the chiefs coming back this year right chiefs are coming back oh, this year oh they in trouble and and the, but i think also cincinnati's in trouble cuz buffalo's coming back this year better than yeah. they reloaded better than any team i've seen I understand and we'll get to that in a second but i for buffalo specifically for them to take that next step I think that with that divisional championship game, they also put a target on their back mm. with how well they played. That that was literally a coin flip game. Like who who won that coin toss was going to win that game. Right. It was literally a coin flip game, and it's exactly what happened. Kansas City got it, so they've got the target on their back because they won that game. I think a lot of people got put Buffalo on notice. You were a part of one of the greatest games of all time, and then you got better this off season. We'll right. talk about those moves in a second. In Cincinnati, you won the AFC. You put a target on your back. All three of these teams at the top of the AFC all have targets on their back, and it's going to be an interesting ride for the AFC Championship this year because there's about 10 teams that can take it realistically this year. Do we even dare even put Tennessee in this conversation? I I, I think I accidentally <laughs> I, did. I, but... I, 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 just, I, I guess out of respect that they were the number one seed last year. I don't have. No I I don't think that they got a target put on their back specifically, but because Cincinnati, who won the AFC, beat them in the first round. I think that's mm-hmm. what kind of took that that heat off of them. Mm-hmm. So I think everybody's looking second at round. those three teams. And oh, was it the second round? Oh yeah, because they were the first. Uh, that's <clears throat> me. They played um, Vegas, didn't they? Yeah, they played Vegas in the first round. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we we, only, we almost didn't get out of that game. But anyway. <laughs> Oh. I, I, I think that those are the three teams in the AFC that have a target on their back. That that everybody Absolutely. they those are the hunted uh, of the uh, of the AFC. And the pool. hunters are many. Good. There's another seven behind them that are realis- realistically can take all three of these guys. And out. you can't even argue like where did this? You know, since that like last year, I'm arguing that where the hell y'all come from? This year, I don't even know if I put him in there. That's I, I'm sorry. I thought it was a fluke. I'm just for Cincinnati. It's just not to make that kind of jump. And we'll get to them. And I'm gonna say, and the Super Bowl showed it to me. Like, see, we gave you. It's just well, they had it going up until the last what seven minutes of that game. Uh, yeah, they were, I mean, they were actually uh, leading. Well, you know, uh, I mean, Vegas had it in the first first year. You know, back in the first round against them, you know, but they didn't. They didn't close the deal. I mean, you know what I'm saying? 
They should be put out the first round, let alone <laughs> to Vegas, not the damn Rams. You know, I thought they played better than the Rams most of that game. It was. That's neither I get another. it. We're not I talking about Cincinnati. We're not talking back about to Buffalo. Uh, back to Buffalo. Now let's <laughs> really get into Buffalo. Yeah. See all uh, the backstories to this. Sorry. Team? So my my, what we got into this conversation? Super Bowl Fifty Seven or bust for the for the Buffalo Bills as gotcha. a team. Not okay. just Josh Allen. I think as a team with what they did. In that game in the AFC Championship game, what they've done with their offseason moves, again, we'll get to that in a second, but those those two things together have, hey, yeah. you need to go win this. And I'm saying for Josh Allen, he has the minimum AFC Championship. Okay. Gotta he, he's got to get there. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. You at least got to get there. Okay. And then, I, I so my last note kind of on this team uh, before we get into uh, predictions and, and the, the moves that they made, but before predictions anyway, uh, Buffalo needs to take the next step for the 2022-2023 season. I, because to your point, what you were talking about is, yeah, there, there's still that. I, I think the, the, the thing lording over them is Kansas City at this point. Kansas City beat them two years ago in the AFC Championship game. Kansas City beat them this this past season in the divisional round in the greatest uh, greatest playoff game of, of all time, and now they they did last year beat them in the regular season, yep. and now they play them again the, this season in the regular season. And they're, they're gonna going, have and Kansas City's gonna win in the first round. Trifect, they're gonna do the whole hat in trick. the first round. <laughs> I I'm hoping that that turns out to hat be trick. the uh, <laughs> that turns How out did to they be go the, to the first round game. But I'll explain to you. <laughs> Buffalo is going to suck. No, <laughs> so let's talk about some of the moves that they made. Um, <laughs> oh I want to talk gosh. about the, because they didn't lose very much, but there are some key guys that they lost. Starts with Cole Beasley. Uh, he really? moves on. Really? Um, is that I, really a key guy? To their offense, I think I it is. I don't think he was that key last year to, to what they were doing. I, I, you know what? I'm not, a, I'm just going to go on. I'm not a big Cole Beasley fan in the aspect. I didn't, he didn't show me enough in Buffalo. And that's for fair. whatever reason. I just, I just think that it, it was. I, I I think it was worth noting. He is now out of the locker room for them. Uh, it and and he has been replaced. I'm going to on record now to say that. We'll get to that in a second. Yes. Um, right tackle Daryl Williams did uh, also decided to move on. Um, and they lost guard John Fel- Feliciano. Um, so a little bit of a hit on the offensive line. Uh. Weapons wise, one guy down. Uh, but then they go ahead and they add a guy like OJ Howard. I think that that's huge for them. A mm-hmm. guy opposite of Dawson Knox that can definitely, uh, he, who can definitely block for sure. Oh my but gosh. two can definitely Stud receiving tight ends. <laughs> yeah. That's, with a Josh, uh, I don't like this. I don't like this. this and then me. on the defensive side of the ball, let's talk about it. Defensive tackle Tim Settle. Mm-hmm. I think that that was a very underrated, very low key move that was made there uh, to help bolster that pass rush there. Um, Cause I, I feel like that move was them tr- or and the next move we're about to talk about puts that Philadelphia back in 2017 when they won the Super Bowl. that rotation of the front seven that they had where mm-hmm. you're just like, these guys can't get tired because they just keep rotating them in and out all, all game long and you can't do anything to stop it. Right. It's just like, that pass rush, I think, is going to be relentless this year defensively for them because then you go out and get a guy like Von Miller. And that was just like, oh, they're really going for it this year. Right. And I I really like the moves. I think I 
I think that they're a team that they they put it out now on paper and now you just got to go prove it on the field. Yeah, uh, they definitely made a statement to me. <laughs> um, if I'm just gonna say this, and it's just going, I'm going right back to Buffalo. Can't say if y'all not paying attention to this, <laughs> y'all not paying attention because they're coming. Yeah, and they remember what happened last year, and I traded Tyreek Hill. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if that was the right move. You know, I'm just. So back to Buffalo. They got a. They just built a monster overnight. Literally, I mean, these additions were home run after home run after home run. See, like you said, they lost Cole Beasley. I understand Cole Beasley been in their slot game, and he, you know, he's kind of up and under guy, and you know, he, he draws defenses, you know, defenders away, and they can do other things, and I get all of that. But if you can replace him for Jamison Crowder, another guy to be go alongside of Stefan Diggs and the emergence of Gabriel, Gabriel Davis, Davis, and now you, you're the third guy. <laughs> and they got their quarterback is Josh, <laughs> and they got the Dawson Knox, Dawson and, Knox. and OJ Howard. It doesn't matter who the running back is now. <laughs> it, it, at this point, they have just solved their running back issue by not getting the running back. <laughs> if that makes any sense. But, man, they are stupid deep. <laughs> I mean, it, this is a scary team. I, I mean, they were a good team, a well-built team last year. And, I mean, home run. I'm Duke Johnson. Are you serious? Yeah, they got Duke Johnson. Uh, so that's going to be a match. I can't got enough receiving receivers <laughs> out there in the first place. And just in case, we even got Duke Johnson. And, just tacked. Uh, and they're going, I guess they're going all in on Devin Singletary as their, as their guy. And you know what? I'm okay with that because let, let me say this. Let me, uh, can I please say this? Go ahead. As long as they're not going all in with, with, with Zach Moss. <laughs> I think he had it together for about a five, <laughs> four or five weeks. Just he, just he, he did. That's generous. No, go back and look at the Zets. Trust me. It, okay. Early and then, of course, he had a couple of you know little stinker games. Then devastating Terry to go out and have a couple stinker games. It's like okay. Here we go. It's back on the arms of Josh Allen. <laughs> and we'll just keep sprinkling these crap run game in. But they didn't. They found success without it. Yeah. It's interesting. And then, so the rotation went back to Zach Moss. And then Zach Moss went out and did another stinker. And another one. And another. I was like, this dude is done. He's cooked. And he just never got it back together. So, yeah. I... I'm cool. Devin Stingletary, I was big on him from, from, from his rookie year, but I seen that I think he got he got injured, but then he came back the next year and, and then Zach Moss was there. Yeah, and he just never got going. And I'm hoping that And I was it, down on that, but because I, I do like I like and Devin I was saying, Stingletary too. And 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 then you do and then you, you couple him with a Duke Johnson. That's a nice one two punch. I I you know, and I'll so to, you know, as much as I praise Miami and I I still praise them. <laughs> For a team that's contending, that's how you build your team. You know, 
and you want to sprinkle in, man, just for, you know, <laughs> just for kicks. They they sit here and they sign Case Keenum, <laughs> you know, or they trade for him, I should say. And they re- and, and then they sign Matt Barkley. I don't need three I did not know why they did. The Matt Barkley one confused me. I like the Case Keenum signing uh, to kind of replace Mitch Trubisky for mm-hmm. sure. I really like that move. Uh, but the Matt Barkley, I was like, okay, you could have gone and got one of these running backs that Miami got. Like, what are you doing? But whatever. I mean, Matt Barkley, Racine Mostert. I, I would take, take Mostert. Chance. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'll take my chances. I, Matt Barkley's never going to see the field. Oh, absolutely not. I, Matt Barkley has to know he's never going to see the field. I think that's a scout team thing. And it, maybe. And, and that's fine. It was just, it's interesting when I see, like, man, they didn't even sign the third quarterback. Why? I, I think that's strictly so the defense can get some other looks at some different styles as they go throughout the season. Mm. They just want to use him as a scout scout team guy. Hey, you've been a lot of places. You know a lot of different offenses. You you know how a little a few of these run. Come in. You're going to be our scout team guy. We'll pay you, what, VM? Is that what they gave him? What was that? Veteran minimum. Uh, yeah. 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 So... We'll give you that for a year. Just come in, do that for us. You're never gonna see the field. Case Keenum's our backup, but we want to see. We wanted to get a guy who can who can show our defense a few different looks. Because he's been everywhere. Yeah, um, that is true. And, and I mean, God, you talk about loaded with weapons. I didn't even mention that re-signing Isaiah McKinney. McKenzie. McKenzie. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm saying it wrong. Um, because I think it was overshadowed by because he was supposed to be what Gabe Davis was. Absolutely, that's the. <laughs> and but then when Gabe, so now they have two threes. When exactly, and then Davis kind of just just he came, he took his foot off the pedal just a little bit, and then you seen that come back. I'm like, oh my god, look at the look at this offense, and then they added a Tavon Austin. Just if you wanted a fifth guy, yeah, just <laughs> yeah. So ah, uh, they are stupid. Deep, you know, it's it. They are they. They're going in for the season. And I mean, you you already started with the defense. I would have started there as well, because just what they were doing on a defensive end. I'm like, y'all offense was fine, no run game at all. <laughs> y'all, they could have ran it back. And I'm just saying, fine, yeah. Kansas City to have the greatest game ever. Your offense had to be your pass. Buffalo's um offensive pass game had to be that great. To, to, to compensate for, for yeah. that, to compensate for that putrid run game, and 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 Kansas City's defense had to be that horrible that could not stop them to make a I game. Think they were it was the perfect <laughs> combination. Man, they were gas. so tired. <sighs> uh, yeah, one guy certainly was. He's Robin the, Ingram. <laughs> he could not keep it. We're gonna leave that alone. Uh, let's about talk Mr. about Clark. But oh, whatever. But they, like you were saying, the defense, I think, was solely underrated. Because, again, going into that game, that was the number one defense in the entire NFL. And then they just got better. Like, the, better. They, there's nothing else to say. Like, the one weakness of that of that defense was their pass rush. And they improved that. They've got Settle, who's going to be eating up blocks in the middle, a defensive tackle. And then you've got a guy like Von Miller coming in off the edge. It's just like... Okay, who do we have to stop him? And by the way, they did sign three offensive guards. <clears throat> they did. I. They weren't 
super notable. No, but no, they, no. They, they, it, it's it's a depth move. They got a tackle. Yeah. They got another lineman. I mean, and I was going to say, they are loaded. I mean, they ain't loaded with superstars, per se. Just they're loaded. Yeah. So, let's talk predictions for this team. Again, going through my labels here. Super Bowl 57 favorite. <laughs> I'm sure they are. I'm not gonna go that far in my prediction. I'm just gonna give a score. Just give a record and leave it at that. Uh, I'm gonna give them 13 and four. That, that's about. I got accurate. one more than you. 14 and three. Yeah, but they lost six games last year. I ain't, I'm not gonna ignore that. Even with the with their additions, you know the reason the the problem as to why that happened. Still on that team. That's all I'm saying. I don't think the three guys, the three notable people that departed, was the reason yeah. why they lost those six games. So the issue is still there. And that's the, and that's nothing wrong with that. I'm, I know this sounds backwards, but there's nothing wrong with that. It's just one of those things where I think experience matters, and I, I think do they only lose three games? Uh, it's kind of uh, in the NFL. I, I don't I don't know. It's just it's such a marathon now. It, I, it I, I think it's it, a war it, of nutrition. Again, you know. all and I didn't preface this when I did my predictions for these. I know what you, I know. You take a different approach than I do. I don't like trying to predict injuries, and so I take injuries completely out of it. This is in context with everybody, which I know this is never going to happen, with everybody staying fully healthy. Y'all are hearing this, right? Yes. So take all of my predictions with a grain of salt because I'm not taking injuries into into account. Um, But with that being said, they are a team that has depth that I do think can sustain injuries and be able to be just fine in in stay competitive throughout that time period of the injuries and getting guys fully healthy and getting them back. Um, but I have them at a record of 14 and three. Um, I don't think that there's very many teams on their schedule that can beat them, let alone will beat them. Um, I think that Buffalo is a, t- cause I think that they're in a very interesting situation. A lot of times you'll get a team that rebuilds and does things like Kansas city did. They won the super bowl and then they went out and got more. They lost the Super Bowl, and then they went out and I'm going to completely revamp this offensive line, and they did that, and they played horrible defense, but great offense for most of the season. And then they go out and don't do anything for the defense. No, go ahead. So keep going. That's neither here nor there. But they, they, <laughs> those are teams that are on the top of the pantheon that would come back in 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 do what they needed to in the off off season to try to address their needs. Right. They would try to get better. Whereas with Buffalo, they're a team that was on the cusp for three straight seasons. They lost to Houston. They lost to Kansas City. They lost to Kansas City again. And they kept trying to get better. They they had one of the best teams last year. They Again, they did drop six games, but those were all one-score games that really could have gone either way. And it was with just bad decision-making. And again, that comes with experience. And then they go out, and now they're looking at them this season as a team that was was one of the favorites last year, comes back this year, is a favorite this year if they didn't make any moves. And they went out and made all the moves to really become that team that I think is – I think they, all they need to do is just go play the games. Hmm. And they they should be – at the AFC Championship game on autopilot at this point. Seems that way. <clears throat> so We shall see. But I, I definitely think they are one of two or three 
top threats in the AFC, if not the, all of the um, NFL. So um, they're definitely a, up there and on my radar. I don't see a um, single NFC team that can mess with the Buffalo Bills right now. Not even your precious Rams? Nope. Interesting. I see a team. It's not a team that I like to get. In the to, NFC? That I care to. Uh, <clears throat> that I. Th- I don't like the fact that I'm saying this, but I see one team if that can get on fits. you say the team that I think. You already know the team I'm going to say. If, go ahead. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, okay. You, that was not the team that I thought you were going to say. Uh, okay. Uh, I mean, yeah. They're just that. They're just that. That, that was going to be that team. You so, know, and we'll get to this when we when we get to their. Uh, no, I understand. I and mean, that's just, and that's a whole other conversation. I was just saying, in the context, I just of, find like of that my, the feeling that I get from that team is this is Brady's last hurrah, and it's not. It's not one of those like we're going all in for Tom type years. I feel like let's go celebrate Tom this year, like how they <laughs> sent off Derek Jeter. I get you. That's how I feel we're about not, this. We're team. not trying to win the World Series. We just want to have a nice season. Yeah. Get it. And that then that's the vibe that I'm getting from Tampa Bay this year. But we'll but get the to NFC them later. is so down. That's they, what I'm saying. Can, and so I don't see anybody in the NFC that can really mess with way. Buffalo. They can backdoor their way in there and all of a sudden turn around and be like, what you what you The Rams what are you? close, but they're not there. Let's see. Oh. That's gonna do it for today's episode. I mean, if you guys have any other thoughts on this, I mean, we, we gave a lot of predictions we kind of hit kind of a large spectrum with this division they got some bottom feeders we have some middle of the road this and, is interesting and we have the top of top of the top so i like this division yeah this I, is going to be a very fun division to watch ever since year. tom brady left this has been a nice division <laughs> i mean he has had a gridlock on this but 20 and look at the years. NFC South, how putrid that <sighs> division is. we need to go back to three divisions people <laughs> that was a mistake that dude, that dude, oh, that division's God. trash. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know y'all was trying to <laughs> try to create trashy divisions, but here we are. We living in that world now. Forgot where I was going with that statement. Uh, <laughs> what, what, what is the what is the um, opposite word for um, expansion? Uh, oh, the I guess a revocation. A what? A revocation. Relocation. Revocation. Oh, we need we we need our first revocation <laughs> in the NFL. You know, we're done with expansion. Break it down. We need consolidation. To, we need to eliminate some of this. <laughs> you know, we need three divisions. Trim off the fat. The AFC South has proven not the NFC South. The AFC South has proven we don't need four divisions. Oh God. We need to brush that up. We'll get to that. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Uh, <laughs> anyway, we'll, I said all that to say. We will Go thumb ahead. through the rest of these uh, divisions uh, leading up to the very first week of the NFL season. Uh, so stick with us. Keep Stay tuned. If you guys have any thoughts, comments, concerns, please next leave them in the got... comment section down below. What's that? What's next? What's next week? Uh, I guess we would switch over to the NFC East. There Which I, I mean, Ugh. is that back to the NFC least? Nah, eh, we'll talk. Doesn't about it. matter. Uh, <laughs> uh, that, that, I mean, that's also another interesting one. We'll get to it. Um, mm, but bad. it is football season. We are we are there. It is upon us. So just bear with us a few more weeks, and then we'll have some football to actually cover here. So yes. uh, be excited. Let us know what you guys think down below. Thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you guys in the next one. Good night.